Hello everyone, welcome to Firearms Cafe. This is your host, Tony Brown. Today is Sunday, the 18th of January in Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Uh, thanks to everyone who's left comments over on uh, iTunes. Uh, thanks to everybody who has contacted me through email or through the forums. Um, I, I know we all say it, all the podcasters say it, but it is true. It means a whole heck of a lot. It just means the world to hear from you guys. Um, whether you've got a suggestion for the show or it's just, you know, to give you a, a, you know, hey, you're doing a good job type thing. It really means a lot. The ones that that really make me feel that I'm I'm making a difference and not just kind of, you know, blabbing away is when somebody contacts me and says, hey, because of some of the stuff that you said, uh, you got me thinking and, you know, I joined the NRA or I joined my, my state organization um, or I joined a gun range, or uh, you know, I uh, started writing my congressman, or I, I, I took the time to find out who my representatives were, and I've contacted them and let them know that I'm a Second Amendment supporter. So that type of stuff really, really makes me feel that uh, you know I'm not just kind of talking to hear my own voice, and that that I'm having uh, some effect and that I'm doing some good for the Second Amendment community. And after all, that's, that's my main reason for doing this. Uh, you know, I do enjoy doing it, but my main reason is, is I want to try and do things that will help protect not only my Second Amendment rights, but yours as well, and the rights of our children. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and get on with the show. Oh, uh, before we do that, if you do want to contact me, you can go ahead and drop me an uh, email or an mp3 uh, at firearmscafe at gmail.com, or you can uh, zip over to the forums 
and uh, just go ahead and leave me a, a comment or a suggestion there uh, under the Firearms Cafe section. So, as I said earlier, when I gave the date, it's the 18th, and that means in a couple of days that Obama and his administration uh, will be sworn into office, and uh, he will be our official uh, president. So, a lot of us have questions, and the questions are, what's he going to do? And those, again, are questions that pertain to us in the Second Amendment community. We have questions and concerns about how, not necessarily what uh, restrictions he's going to try and put on us, but it's more of a, of a when is it going to happen. Let's kind of look at that when type thing. Basically, in the Second Amendment community, there's two camps. One camp says he's going to bull right ahead and uh, he's going to steamroll through as much stuff as he can get. And because he has uh, so much goodwill politically, and uh, you know what, what do they call that? Uh, uh, he's got political capital, and he's going to spend some of that capital on uh, basically gun control and firearms issues and Second Amendment issues. The other camp says, no, 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 he's going to wait because he needs to iron out the bugs in his administration. He needs to make sure that he has things in place. And he also has other pressing issues. He has things like immigration, the war in Iraq, and the biggie is the economy. So they feel he's going to have so many other things on his plate that he's going to take, uh, take care of those things first, and then he'll come back to the Second Amendment issues. Nobody, I think, in our community believes that he's not going to do anything. Nobody believes, well, I guess I shouldn't say nobody, because some people actually do believe what he said on the campaign trail. They believe that he's not going to take away or set into place more restrictions on firearms. But if you listen to him, what he said was, I won't take what you already have away is basically what he was saying. What he didn't say was, is that I won't ban you from buying anything new. He never said, I won't try and push through things that will keep you from being able to transfer uh, your firearms, maybe to your children or uh, let's say to your brother or to a good friend of yours. If you, if you know, if, if you had a, a, uh, now, let's say a Glock 17 and a buddy of yours had a uh, an XDM or something like that and you guys wanted to trade them, uh, you know, is he going to put things in place that would prevent you from doing that uh, because he would want to end private sales? Now, we already know that he's against uh, pretty much all semi-autos, both handgun, rifles, and, and don't kid yourself, shotguns too. He doesn't like that semi-auto 12-gauge that you've got. He doesn't like that semi-auto 20-gauge that you've got. And in fact, he doesn't like any of those pump-action shotguns or pump-action rifles that you got. So that's kind of my take on not necessarily the what will he do, but kind of the when will he do. And I wish I had an answer. I wish I knew what he was going to do. And I'm sure most of you do too as well. The only thing that kind of gives me 
any sort of hope at all uh, that he may wait a while is the fact that I don't think that he's a dumb guy. I think that he he's very astute at seeing what way the political winds are blowing and he reacts accordingly. So I don't think it's lost on him that there has just been a, a tidal wave of people buying firearms. And they're not going out and buying pump-action shotguns. What they're going out and buying is semi-autos, both pistols and rifles. Uh, and they're buying up as much ammunition as they can get. And what I'm hoping is, is that he'll see that and kind of go, hmm, maybe that'll, that'll give him some pause for thought. Uh, I don't think he believes the Brady spin on it, which is that basically it's people, the people that are going out and buying a lot of the uh, semi-automatic rifles and handguns are people who already have those. And so they're just hedging their bets. They're buying more. I think the reality is is that a lot of people who had kind of maybe always wanted one, uh, and this would either either be a handgun or a rifle, are now going out and buying it because they they understand that a ban is is coming down the pipe pretty soon. And, and again, my only hope that that might be delayed for a while is that he understands that people are going to be watching him. He understands that when it comes to that hot-button issue of the Second Amendment, that people get fired up. And I, I'm sure he understands that and, and hasn't forgotten the lesson that was learned with the first assault weapons ban. And that was that a lot of people that supported that got voted right out of office. Now, unfortunately, Biden wasn't one of them. But for those people out there who believe that he's not really going to do too much. I mean, look at who he's surrounding himself with. Look who he's putting into positions of power. Again, I'd done a, a previous show on on kind of on, you know, on that very thing. He's surrounding himself with basically Clinton retreads and people that are anti-gun. So again, it's only going to be a matter of time. Uh, before we see we see some of the assault weapons bans and things like that coming back into play. One thing that I think that he may try and push, I don't know how successful it would be, but I think one thing that he will be part of his agenda is going to, to push for registration. And again, I've mentioned that on other shows. So we've got an uphill battle that's that's coming down the pipe. And that's why it's very, very important for us as a community to be unified, uh, to be under one banner, so to speak. And while I think it's very important to belong to as many gun groups and gun organizations as possible, the things, again, that we've got to do, we have got to join the NRA. You, now, you don't have to be a life member. You can join... Uh, uh, and just be a regular member. Uh, I'm not a life member. I'd like to be one, but I, I don't have the money right now. Um, but I'll, what I'll do is I'll just pay my dues every year. And that way I'll be a life member. I'll always be a member of the NRA. Let's kind of take things and look at things 
in this perspective, in this light. Look at what the NRA has been able to accomplish so far. And think about that for a little bit. Now, conservatively, the numbers for membership, uh, some will say around 3 million, others will say 4. Let's split the difference. Let's say that we've got 3.5 million members. Look at what we've been able to accomplish with those 3.5 million members over the years. Now, imagine if we have triple that. So if we had 10.5 million members. Now, in previous shows, I, I had kind of quoted Wayne LaPierre. He said if we had 10 million members, we'd be able to get pretty much whatever we wanted through. Uh, we'd, we'd have a lot of clout. And the political arena would really sit up and take notice. Now, I know that the NRA, I know we've had huge drives and I know our membership is up, uh, but there still are a lot of people out there who, for whatever reason, uh, some people will say, well, they supported uh, the uh, instant background check, or they supported such and such, or they supported this and that, and they didn't you know, fight hard enough for this, and so they're never going to get a dime of my money. And basically what it is is those people are saying, well, because my one little issue didn't get met, I'm going to be a three-year-old and I'm going to go sit in the corner and pout and just get out of the game and let the chips fall where they may. Or I'm going to go and I'm going to join up and uh, you know, gun owners of America or I'm going to join up uh, Jews for the preservation of, of uh, firearms ownership. And I think both of those organizations are great organizations. They do a lot a lot for the Second Amendment. But again, the reality is they don't have the political hammer that the NRA does. If you're one of those people who is listening to this show and you're not an NRA member, I'm begging you, join the NRA. Even if you only join the NRA, do it this way. Join the NRA while Barack Obama is in power. If you don't like the NRA, do that while he's in power. And when he when when he's gone, then stop. Then then cancel your membership. Do whatever. Don't re-up. But we need you. We need you in the fight. Nobody can afford to sit this stuff out right now. It's it's too important. Things are gonna happen over the next four to eight years that are gonna affect us for the next 40 to 50 years, which means it's not only going to affect us, it's going to affect our kids and our grandkids. And that's the stuff you need to think about. You need to, and I, I, I'm a little frustrated with some of the guys that don't, that don't join up for that. You need to put aside your petty reasons, step outside yourself, stop being a selfish person, and think about somebody other than yourself for two seconds and join the NRA. Okay, okay well, let's uh, let me kind of step back a little bit, and uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about something a little bit different. Now, like I had said, with him coming into power and his administration, Obama's obviously. I'd find I'd kind of found myself getting kind of blue 
and getting kind of down a little bit uh, because it seems like, you know, here's a guy who's so charismatic and he's got the media behind him and he's going to be able to push through all this stuff. But the other day I found a, um, a gun range. And you say, ah, what's the big deal? There's, there's lots of gun ranges around. But this gun range that I found uh, is, is what I call an open gun range, which basically means you go there and there's no range officers. You just go there and you can shoot. You can kind of do whatever you want um, so that you can draw from your holster. You can fire and move. You can kneel. You can have... Uh, a good example is like Ken's zombie targets. There are some ranges that won't let you shoot at those because they're a humanoid uh, or because they would have like that little girl on there uh, and they don't want you to shoot at any type of humanoid target. Well, let me tell you, when I found this range, and it's, it's, a, it's a drive, it's, it's a ways away from me, but I'm willing to go down there. When I, when I found that gun range, I was giddy. I was like a little, uh, like a kid on Christmas. I was just so happy. And uh, when I think about that, it's that type of thing that, that uh, makes me, uh, it really lightens my mood. It makes me happy. It makes me feel better. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out there this week and I'm going to take my zombie targets that I got from uh, Ken over at the Urban Shooter and I'm going to shoot a bunch of them up. You know, I'd, I'd mentioned the media a little bit earlier and how that they are having just, you know, they're, they're just totally enamored with him. The mainstream media, just this guy can do no wrong. And even when you look at, this is off subject a little bit, but even when you look at uh, certain television shows where, they are, where they're, they're doing skits on him and stuff, he's, they're not really making fun of him. It's, it's almost like it's a, it's hard to describe. They they did a... Uh, I saw a thing on Saturday Night Live. My wife and I were watching, and they had a deal where they were uh, doing a thing about Barack Obama, and they were the, they did a kind of an impression of him. And the thing was, it was all about how he was going to keep everything cool and keep it real and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, But it wasn't really a criticism. It wasn't a criticism of him. It wasn't even a... Uh, a satire of him it was basically of man look how awesome this guy is and I don't know how long that's gonna last I don't know when when will the time come that the media turns on him and the more that I thought about that um, it may be a while and and the question another question that I have is you know what's it gonna take for the media to start really kind of reporting and asking the tough questions Will it be within his first hundred days? Will it be within his first year, his first two years? Uh, you know, will they just kind of never do it? That he'll sort of, he's kind of going to get a pass on everything. Realistically, probably about the only way that the media is going to turn on him is if he makes things worse, if he can't get the economy under control, if his uh, policies and things that he puts into place again makes things worse for the country than better. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up today. Um, we're hitting about 20 minutes. I think I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, cut it short. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess maybe the 
summarization of, of the show today is, you know, keep up hope, fight the good fight. Oh, let me talk about one other thing before I go. I belong to the uh, Arizona Citizens Defense League. And what they do is they're an, uh, a gun rights organization that basically really looks at the legislature that pushes things, that tries to uh, get things better for us. One of the things that they're trying to push for, uh, and I don't know if it'll make it this year, hopefully it will. Currently in Arizona, it's illegal for you as a concealed carry holder or an open carry person to go into any establishment that uh, serves alcohol for consumption on the premises. Well, what this means is, is that if you take your kids to Pizza Hut or to Chuck E. Cheese or uh, if you go to an Outback because they serve alcohol there, you can't, you're not allowed to be armed. So you have to make the, the choice of, well, do I eat there or not? And many people will say, well, that's an easy choice. You just don't go there. But, you know, there, there comes a point where you're just like, man, I just want to have a steak or I just want to go get a, a pizza. Um, or my kid wants to go play on the stuff, you know, at, at, at the local pizza joint, but they serve beer there. You know, so, uh, you know, with me, you know, you just lock the gun up in the car and you go in. But anyway, getting back to what they're pushing for. Uh, they're pushing for a, I think it's a Senate bill, that will allow, uh, if you have a, a concealed carry permit and if you don't consume alcohol while you're in the restaurant that you'll be able to take your firearm in and again i i'm not real clear on the if you have to have a concealed carry permit or not um again because we have open carry here in arizona uh so i don't know whether they're going to make that part of it or not even if they did i would support that and nothing against the open carry people but once we get something on the books and once we can show that there's no incidents with people going in there armed. You know, it's the same person is armed as the per same person who's sitting by you at McDonald's. It's the same person, you know, who's sitting uh, next to you um, at, the, uh, at the movie theater. So hopefully that will get passed. We'll see. One of the things that gives me some hope is that our governor, who is Janet Napolitano, is going to go uh, and probably be... Uh, working for the Obama administration as, um, oh, what the heck is she going to be? Uh, I'm fading right now. What is it? Um, Homeland Security. I think that's it. She'll, she'll make the vetting process. She'll do it. Uh, and she'll, and she'll get that position. Well, what that means is that we're going to get Jan Brewer, uh, as our governor. She is very pro-gun. Uh, and so, we'll have a good chance of, of getting that measure and some of the other measures through that we'd like to get through. Uh, now, I know a while back I said I'm going to wrap up, but this brings up another point about joining your state organizations. Now is the time for us to, to really bolster the membership also in our state organizations. Most of them cost, again, 25 to $30 to join for a year. And if you disagree with maybe some of the things that go, excuse me, that go on in those uh, state-run organizations, do the same thing. 
make yourself, give yourself an out and say, okay, I don't agree with all this stuff and I don't like it, but while Obama's in power, I will join these organizations and I'll support them. Even if all you do is join and you don't do anything else, that your number makes a difference and your membership makes a difference. So if your Second Amendment rights mean anything to you, if the shotgun or the rifle that your grandfather gave you means anything to you, and you want your son or daughter or your niece or nephew to be able to have that when you're gone, then you need to join up with not only to your state organizations, but also with the NRA. Again, I can't stress just how important this stuff is with our current political situation. Um, let's end on a little bit of a lighter note. I made, now, I made a promo for the Gun Dudes. And I think you guys are going to like it. Um, I sent it over to them, and they liked it. And I don't know, they'll, they'll probably use it on their show. Uh, but I'll go ahead and leave you guys with that. And uh, at the end of the promo, I won't be back. So you guys stay safe, stay informed, and as always... We'll save a seat for you here at our table at the Firearms Cafe. Take care, guys. Welcome to Gun Dudes, your home of homoerotic gun talk. Please come at 10 instead. I really don't have any ideas on how to get this. I mean, you could probably put a dowel in there, wedge it up there or something. One one thing that we might want to try is, you know, a well-positioned mirror. Tom has them along the entire wall. So he, he walks, he takes his shirt off, and he just starts posing. He's doing the Arnold. <laughs> if you like to talk about guns and homoeroticism, then you found the right place. Welcome to Gun Dude. Here's a little taste of things to come. I was delivering a package uh, in a kind of a rural area and didn't know it was coming. Tackled me from behind and took me down to the ground and bit me on the back, the small of the back, which kind of hurt that I, you know, yelled out, and then he bit me on my butt cheek. <laughs> my butt cheek, he bit a hole in there. It, he bit me good, and, and he tried to pull away, and I pulled him closer, and I just started fighting even harder. So join the boys, Carl, Tom, Kelly, and Stan, as they talk about things like breech loading, butt stocks, ramrods, Firm grips, double taps, and putting rounds in your chamber. Gun dudes, give us a try. I can't do the That's embarrassing. No, it's embarrassing. Music provided by Podsafe Music Network. Check out Podsafe Music Network for all your podcasting music needs.